Happy July 4th. Hopefully you had a safe and wonderful holiday, but it's July, which means training camp is right around the corner. Let's give four thoughts on every single division in the NFL. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi again and welcome in to another edition of Locked On NFL. He is Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine. Hopefully you had a wonderful 4th of July holiday. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. And Tony, ready or not, training camp is almost here, which I know a lot of our listeners and viewers can't wait for. We certainly can't wait. And so now it's time to go around the NFL in honor of the July 4th holiday. Four thoughts on every division in the NFL. And let's start with, to me, the best conference. And if you stack these two conferences, the AFC, just quarterback-wise, head, shoulders, toes, maybe even more above the NFC. So let's start in the AFC, and let's start in the AFC East. Four thoughts on every division. I'll let you go first. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of this division? Aaron Rodgers going to New York City. That's the, the first thing that comes to mind. And uh, can a team that really, if you watched them play last year, can a team like the Jets get elevated by adding a guy, even if he's not still in his prime, but still a very, very good player? So, yeah, that um, is the first thought. The second one is, can Tua Tagovailoa stay healthy mm-hmm. and allow Miami to fulfill its vast potential uh, with all of their weapons on offense and all of that speed and the addition of Jalen Ramsey on defense. So to me, those are the first two things that come up when I think about the uh, AFC East. Yeah, I, I could certainly see that. Look, Aaron Rodgers gives the Jets. They won seven games last year and they didn't have even decent quarterback play. Can he go there, rise, you know, take that to to where he's maybe the second best quarterback in that division? Maybe he's the best. Maybe he outperforms Josh Allen. That's not crazy. I could see that happening. And so I get why that would be your first thought to a, that's certainly a question mark, but Dolphins fans are certainly optimistic going into camp about him. Offensive weapons needed would be mine. True or false. Mac Jones is the four, when healthy, the fourth best quarterback in this division. If they're all healthy. Easy. True. You can't win like that in today's league. No. In today's NFL. And so when I look at the New England Patriots, it's, man, how can you make life easier on Mac Jones and put him in a position to have success in a conference we already talked about that's so just stacked with quarterbacks, knowing that most weeks you're going to be – I don't want to pretend like Mac can't get it done to a degree or manage the game or anything like that, but you're going to want to put as much talent around him as possible because you probably have the second best quarterback in most matchups. So talent needed. And that's in regards to the, the new England Patriots and then the Buffalo bills. It's, it's odd. Like there's, there's some weird dysfunction right now with the Stefan Diggs stuff. And they, they extend their head coach, extend the GM. And I think that's a message to Diggs saying, Hey, these are our guides at the same time. Will the Bills take – because if the Jets take a step forward and Tua stays healthy, 
is there at least a, a path for the Bills to take a step back after winning 13 games last year? I think it's certainly uh, interesting to, to look at it from that perspective. Uh, I'll tell and you maybe what, they don't because they have a lot of talent. Yeah, and the Bills somehow have gone from the team that everybody thought was next to all of a sudden a lot of pundits, whether I agree with them or not, everyone is sort of treating the Bills as if their window of opportunity has gone by and has passed mm-hmm. them by a little bit. And uh, I don't think that's the case. I think if Von Miller had stayed healthy last year, they would have had a, a decent shot at getting a little bit further. But they have to figure out what's going on with Diggs and this, you know, it, it, I don't want to call it dysfunction, but it just – Everything surrounding him kind of seems like weird. Maybe he's just—he's such an intense guy. He's the type of person that kind of wears on teammates after a while, and mm-hmm. you, you kind of want him to dial it back, but you know he won't. And uh, it, it just seems like something is a little bit off, and nobody really knows what it is, right? Yeah, so we'll see. Could be nothing. might be something. Let's go from the East to the AFC North. Best division in football. That's the first thing that comes to mind to me. I don't see a team – that in none of these teams are perfect, but I don't see a team that has such a glaring weakness that it will like obviously keep them out of the playoffs. I could totally see Cleveland making the playoffs this year. Pittsburgh making the playoffs this year. Obviously Baltimore and Cincinnati did make the playoffs. So to me, first thing when I see the North best division in football, top to bottom, they have the high end talent teams that are thinking Super Bowl, and then teams like the Browns and Steelers that, yeah, they might not have, made the playoffs last year, but they're expecting to this season. This really reminds me of the old NFC East where every single game involving the AFC North is a rivalry. Everybody hates Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? And and Cleveland and Cincinnati don't like each other. And now that Cincinnati's gotten good, especially with the way that the playoff game ended last year with Baltimore, with Baltimore thinking they probably should have beat them. So it's like every single game, and and of course the natural rivalry between Baltimore and Cleveland, it's it's almost as if every single team hates every other team in that division. And it reminds me a lot of the old NFC East from back in the 90s. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I I think that that the second second thought would be, is this the year for the Bengals? Is this the year – that they become the first team to win this division three straight years. No team has done it because it's been such a black and blue division because you've seen Ben Roethlisberger rise to the top and then the Ravens figure out a way to dethrone the the Steelers in the division. And I'm talking about in the the mid-2000s and early 2010s. Then the Bengals have two different eras with Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton. The Browns haven't won the division since coming back uh, and, and never won the AFC North. So, there's a lot there, and, and on paper, I think you could say, oh, Bengals, AFC North, they're the favorites. At the same time, there's a reason no team has done it, and so I, I think that that's a, a certainly a huge storyline considering I just said it's the best division in football. It is. Quick thought, though. We're giving Pittsburgh a little bit of a pass, so this will be maybe the last thought on this division. We're giving Pittsburgh a little bit of a pass where we just beat up on New England because they have the fourth-best quarterback in the division, right? Yeah. Kenny Pickett's the fourth best quarterback in the AFC in the AFC North, but yep. somehow people don't hold that over the Steelers' head the way that everyone holds the Mac. You know Jones. why? Why? Tell me. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris. I think 
they have the second best group of skill players in this division. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's even close with the Ravens. And I think the Browns, you could make that argument. But to me, I would take the Steelers guys over the Browns guys. It's close though, because I think Nick Chubb's the best runner in football. But I, I think that's why is the, the cast is better. It's really about the offensive line in Pittsburgh. But I get your point because I do agree with you that Kenny Pickett is the fourth best quarterback in this division. Yep, he is. I'm glad you agree with me, James. I, I like when you do that sometimes. You know, yesterday was my birthday, so that's a belated birthday gift to me. That's right. See, I forgot. Yep. I meant to at the top. And the 4th of July stole the show, but but happy birthday. Tom. The 4th of July has stolen the show my entire 42. life on my birthday. 42 years old. Yeah, Love yeah, it. for the 12th time. Right, I'm 42 for the... But listen, I've got a cake on the 4th. When you're a kid growing up in the hood and you ain't got no money, grandma says, we can't party two days in a row. So what do you... She actually laid a guilt trip on me back in the day. She said, so you want to be selfish and have a birthday party and then everybody else just does nothing on the 4th? Or do you want just to get a cake on the 4th and celebrate with everybody else? So I said, let's celebrate with everybody else. But damn it, now nah, I don't do that anymore. I celebrate my birthday. You should. That's you right. should. I'm glad you, I'm glad you do that. We'll, uh, we'll continue the celebration, continue our divisions, and dive into the NFC along with the rest of the AFC coming up next. Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is a one-stop shop for all things sports wagering. Whether you want to wager on Major League Baseball and take a swing at MLB wagering on baseball, well, now's the perfect time. Because if you've been toying with the idea, right now you can get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. So let's say you bet 20 bucks, you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose you can take advantage of this great offer right now at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, maybe you want to get in on the action on some NFL futures bets, all of this NBA action and free agency, making it really, really interesting. You can go that route as well. But the only route to do it where you're going to get that $200 in bonus bets, win or lose, is by going to FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's FanDuel.com slash locked on. They're America's number one sports book for a reason. FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Tone, let's keep things rolling. We have one more division in the A or two more divisions in the AFC. We'll speed it up here. Let's go to the AFC South. What's the first thing that comes to mind? This is obviously the division of the team you cover daily, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is the fact that the Jaguars have an opportunity to show people that they're for real. And it's going to be different this year because uh, – they're not going to be able to sneak up on people. They're going to have a little bit of a bullseye on their back. They're going to be the favorites to win the division. So it's going to be all about Trevor Lawrence taking that next step and going from a guy who was hovering around the top 10 in, 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 at quarterback in people's minds. And now he has to go out and try to play like he's one of those five or six best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Doug Peterson has something different to deal with this year. And, and, and what that is, is making sure guys don't get complacent. So that, Along with number two is the is what's going on in Tennessee, man. I, I keep hearing these rumors of, of all of this wild stuff off the field. But uh, to me, the Titans are still the Titans. You know, they, they were this close to being the division winners last year against Jacksonville. They, that game, they were winning with two minutes to go. So uh, it's, it's going to be uh, a tale of the new kids on the block trying to knock off and make sure that they keep off the team that's used to winning a lot and used to being at the top of the division in the Tennessee Titans. 
the first thing that comes to mind, and I mean no disrespect to Trevor Lawrence or the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson has done a tremendous job, and I think they're trending in the right direction, is the worst division in football. Oh, From the God. best to the worst. Oh, oh, God. Who's good? The Colts are good? It, I called it the Mountain West of the NFL for the, a long time, but come on, the, man. They, the Titans are good. The Titans aren't good. The The Colts aren't good. And Houston is rebuilding, and they have two bricks and nothing to, to lamb down with. I mean, that that's the first thing. They, they don't have the 49ers, but I, I, I think the NFC West stinks. Come and I think on. the AFC South is is a problem. I think that the NFC South is a problem too. We we They're will not, get we will get to yeah, those. We will yeah. get to those. But to me, it's cool. I, I, I just called it look at the worst division. The football. worst division in By the way, that's fine. Go win it. It doesn't matter. You, you don't get extra points for winning the division if it's the best division versus not. I Correct. would rather be in the AFC South than the AFC North. I don't. You don't get extra. Uh, you know, uh, seeding purposes. You don't get help there. So, all right, Jacksonville, go in 12 games then since it's the worst division in football. I think it is. So, so that's the other thing that comes to mind. On the Jaguars to win 12 games in a bad division. That's what you're doing. You're trying to say they should win those games in that division. They they probably should win 12 games. They won nine last year. You just said to prove they're for real. 12? I, I think that's a realistic number in that division. With, And here's my other thought. Young stars at quarterback, dot, dot, yeah. dot, question mark. Is that what we're going to see with the Colts and the Texans? C.J. Mm-hmm. Stroud, Anthony Richards, are those two guys going to be stars? Are they not? I think we're going to know and and find out if they can at least flash early. I'm not expecting either team to be good, but can you show me flashes like Cam Newton did, like Joe Burrow did, I, all these number one picks. You usually know pretty quickly if, they're, if their ceiling is superstar or if it's like, eh, this might be Jared Goff. And so that's what I, I, I think we'll, we'll hopefully know. Now, maybe not. You know, you have the Josh Allen example. You have some other examples like that. But to me, I will be looking at those two teams. And, yes, your Jacks should win 12 games in this division. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, sure. You know. <laughs> I like how you ended it with, with such a, a great statement of, of what I believe is true. After you said a whole bunch of stuff I might not agree with, but – no, I do. I, I I know that there's uh there's something to prove with these young teams. I tell you what, Houston is a. Pro- I think Houston is going to be a, a serious problem for people, and and I think I believe that oh. because oh. I just think that they they played really really hard last year. If, if they beat the Jaguars in one of the two matchups, but then they also went in overtime with the Chiefs, and that's when they weren't really who they are now. I, I really think D'Amico Ryan's is going to add a lot to that franchise. And I think CJ Stroud is a really, really good quarterback. And I, I, I do believe that uh, some people said he's Kirk Cousins. I don't think that I think he's better than that. I think CJ Stroud has a very, very high ceiling. Uh, he can make all of the throws. Um, he can get away. He, he can do a lot of things with the, with the football. I, I just think how quickly does it come together for them? I do think uh, the Colts have a little bit, uh, a little ways to go, but if Anthony Richardson is, half as good as some people think his ceiling uh, suggests that he might be, they could be really good really, really fast because I do think they have a lot of people on defense and uh, they still have a really good running back and they got some tall wide receivers too. So uh, accuracy will be helped by the fact that they have a lot of guys with a, with big catch radiuses. Let's move on to the AFC West. First things first, it's the Mahomes show, right? The first thing that comes to mind but when I think of that division as Patrick Mahomes and the defending Super Bowl champions, they're at the top of the mountain. 
And will they get dethroned? Is this the year that the Chargers realize their full potential? I think that's the other thing that comes to mind. And then, honestly, Raiders-Broncos, will either of these teams make a leap forward? And, and you got Sean Payton there in Denver. You have Josh McDaniels, who, oh, ugly start last year in the Raiders. Can he bring some stability there? And can either of these teams kind of rise up after being, you know, a five-win and six-win team respectively last year? Um, Sean Payton's gonna make a big difference. I I, I don't think have so. Any faith. Yeah, I don't have any faith in Josh McDaniels though, because uh, the one thing I was hoping for his sake and for the Raiders fans is that it didn't look like Denver when he first took over, and that's exactly what happened. So sometimes guys can't get out of their own way. Nothing has changed. I do believe Peyton makes a, a tremendous difference. I, I think he's a way better coach than Hasselbeck, obviously, but uh, or Nathaniel Hackett, I mean. But um, they were expected to do big things last year, and then it, it kind of went away. And mm -hmm. um, Russell Wilson, I never expected him to look like that, and I never expected the questions that ended up coming up about him to – to manifest themselves the way so he has a lot to prove but i think sean payton is the one guy that can get it out of him i tell you what he's not going to be able to bs his way through through anything because sean payton doesn't let anything you know let anything go that's a good point and and i do think he will make somewhat of a difference we'll see if they have enough talent there in denver all right tone we've gotten through the afc probably a little bit slower uh speaking of that russell wasn't gonna have to run faster this year so that's my last thought on denver he's gonna have to run more i think if they're gonna be good that's that right. said Let's get to the NFC right now uh, or up next with, uh, well, four divisions to go, uh, an entire conference. We'll do that coming up next. All right, Tone, let's dive into the NFC here. We'll start in the NFC East. You mentioned them earlier, the defending NFC champion, Philadelphia Eagles. Can they do it again? Are they going to take a step back? I think that part is interesting because I look at their defensive line depth. Obviously, Jalen Hurts got the big contract. I love their wide receivers at the top of that wide receiver room. There's a lot to like about the Philadelphia Eagles. And so can they win this division again? I think it's going to be a pretty competitive one with the Cowboys adding some key pieces as well. Man, the Eagles have just hit a hot spot on developing players, picking the right guys that fit their scheme. It's almost like the – it's almost as if they're just playing a game that nobody else is playing right now. And that's because they built their thing up and their identity to the point where they know exactly. And it seems like no matter where they're picking the draft, guys just fall to them that are Philadelphia Eagle type players. And it's, uh, to me, this all started when, when they picked Devontae Smith. It's something about him that mm. you pick a guy that high and then the very next year he's so unselfish because he was unselfish in college. And then you bring in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith just, just keeps going and keeps chugging along. And then on defense, uh, they basically turned into the Georgia Bulldogs in the NFL. That's what they've done because they keep going back to that well. And why would you not when Georgia's put out so much talent? But it just seems like they keep getting Eagle-type players that just fall right in their lap. And they're drafting them and signing guys in free agency that just fit what they do so well. So – uh, I really anticipate the fact that I think Philly might they might just be the best team in the NFL in, in a lot of people's eyes. And they might be sitting right at number one um, 
uh, you know, when it's all said and done, because they do have dynamic skill position players and they do have a, a quarterback who's just as steady and you can count on him. He's a pro. He's improved the way he passes the football. The offensive line is good. They got edge rushers. They got guys that can cover and tackle, man. It, it, they just don't have any holes. And it, to me, the Philadelphia Eagles, are, in my opinion, they're the number one team in the NFL. He's the best quarterback in the conference. I, I don't even I, – I looked again to make sure. As I was saying, I'm like, easily the division. And that's what I was going to say. I'm like, no. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in this conference. Mm-hmm. And so anytime he lines up, he's such a threat. You, you put elite weapons around him. And I, I think that's what some of these teams with young quarterbacks need to realize is, is what you need to do. One, put the quarterback in position to succeed and put weapons around him. I have a question. Mm-hmm. What is Dak Prescott? Is he, is he more famous Kirk Cousins? Is he more than that? That's that, that matters to me, right? And, and that that's and I'm not trying to be insulting there, but they were four and four on the road last year. Yeah. They need to be able to to go toe to toe with elite quarterbacks. And most of the time in the NFC, you don't see them right now. That could change, but as of right now, you don't. And so you may win twelve games. But did anyone buy into the Cowboys as a serious Super Bowl contender last year? I think it comes down to Dak and him being elite. And I, I, I just don't know if he has that in him. So that's another thought. I think the Giants were fraudulent last year. And so that's the other one. They, they belong in that, that uh, AFC South <laughs> more so than anything. I'm going to just keep taking shots at your division. <laughs> uh, I think that they were fraudulent and they're going to take a step back as well. So we'll see. Uh, Washington is intriguing. Washington has a lot of players on that team that everyone knows their name. And mm-hmm. um, they have good running backs. They, I think they have really, really good receivers, even though they, they all kind of look alike and they're all about the same size. But with McLaren as well as uh, Dotson, this is going to be a year where Sam Howell, they're depending on a young quarterback. <laughs> if, if he can get it done, they're going to make some noise. But I think they'll they'll continue to be a really, really hard out every week but they're probably more of a 500 team than anything. Um, I, I like Brian Daybowl. I, I like the Giants. I like Brian Daybowl. Even though they did more and they overachieved a little bit, the way that they did it, though, is is not lucky. They did it by punching people in the mouth and, and, and being able to scheme things up, and I think he's going to continue to be able to do that in New York. Dallas is going to do th- – He's going to do that for seven wins this year is what he's going to do. Okay, okay. I'm going to hold you to it. But Dallas, to me, is the team that um, we're going through every team. There's four teams in every division. So these are the four mm-hmm. thoughts that we have on every di- on every single division. Dallas, to me, is the team that doesn't have great leadership. Mm-hmm. And and everyone in leadership, there's a question mark about it. There's a question mark about the coach, McCarthy. There's a question mark about who's really running the team. There's a question mark about the quarterback. Everything about them is like you get an incomplete grade. You know what I mean? You don't you don't really know. But from a talent perspective, you don't want to go out there and have a bad day against them because they'll blow you out. But you can also yeah. make them have a bad day and, and you can you can catch Dallas slipping, especially if you're one of those elite teams. Let's keep things rolling. Go to the NFC North and we will uh, speed it up here a little bit. To me, is Detroit for real? Yes. Everyone's on the Detroit train. All right. Are you going to bite kneecaps and win the division? If you're right. ever going to win the division, it's this year. I like what they've done. Jameson Williams is suspended, but I like their weapons overall. Amon Ross St. Brown leads the way. Jared Goff certainly played well last year, especially down the stretch. Okay. All right, Detroit. But let's see you. 
and and, and so that's that's my first thought. Second one is Jordan Love the next guy no. or just a guy after Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. It's put up or shut up time for Jordan Love. He's had a couple of years now. He needs to flash in a hurry. And uh, if not, well, the the Packers could be in the quarterback market a year from now or less than a year from now, next offseason. Yeah, yeah so Green Bay is, is a little bit perplexing because on one hand, I feel you should feel good that you had like 38 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, right, or something mm-hmm. like that, 35 years of Hall, of Hall of Hall of Fame quarterback play in a row. And now I kind of feel sorry for this kid because he has to live up to that. That's hard to do. There are organizations that haven't had a guy as good as one of those dudes. And now he comes in and he has to hold down. What 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 level is good? What level of good is good enough for those fans to be happy with what they've had the last two or three decades? That's hard to deal with. I agree with you a point about um about Detroit, the thing I think about with them is how far can they really go with Jared Goff as their quarterback? That's the mm-hmm. biggest deal because we can talk about winning games during the regular season, but to win games against good teams, you're always going to get the side eye from people when you think about that. The Bears, let's just see what they end up doing. The Bears did or had a really good offseason, uh, but I still want to see it. I still need to know if Justin Fields is the guy. And as far as Minnesota, I have no clue. I don't know what's going on with Luke Braun. Shout out to Luke Braun for – locked on NFL as well as locked on Minnesota Vikings. I just don't know about Minnesota. I don't know if they're trying to rebuild, reload what they're doing. I just know they're paying Kirk Cousins too much money. (laughs) That's fair. Let's keep things rolling out with the NFC South. And I know a lot of people, when I said that the AFC South was the worst division in football, people say, ah, what about the NFC South? I actually think all four of these teams, you can make the argument, can win the division. I probably have Tampa fourth. Because it's it's a bit of an aging roster, but I see the talent there. I like what Carolina's done. I think they have some some solid talent around Bryce Young, so we'll see. But to me, Atlanta and New Orleans, Derek Carr gets slept on, and I, I think I think he can raise the floor of the quarterback play in New Orleans. And they have a solid defense. We know what they bring there. They do have some weapons. Uh, I like Chris Olave a lot. I think he takes a step. And then Atlanta, they have everything. There's just a question mark at quarterback. Can Desmond Ritter be Jared Goff? Right. Like, can he do that? Because if he's that, I think Atlanta could win the division too. So they might not have a, a team that has the ceiling of Jacksonville, but I think all four of these teams have a higher floor than what you get in that that AFC South. So Car- just to, Carolina, to give you an idea. Carolina is in a good spot, and Bryce being Bryce Young being picked number one couldn't have gone to a better conference because there's a chance that he's already the best quarterback in that division. And and I like Derek Carr a little bit. You're but right. Not not like that. There are too many too many question marks about Derek Carr. I think Tampa's in some serious trouble. I think their offensive line and their quarterback play is spotty, and I think they've gotten old at some positions. Uh, you don't believe in Baker? No, hell no. I don't believe in no Baker Mayfield. I told you that before. I ain't believing in no Baker Mayfield. But <laughs> um, <laughs> said, hell no. Nah, nah. And Atlanta, while they that's another team that had a really good offseason. In fact, they've strung a couple of drafts in a row. I want to see if Terry Fontenot ever gets in trouble, though, from drafting a tight end one year in the first five, in the top five, and then drafting a running back in top eight. At some point, doing things like that, even though those guys are good football players, doing things like that at some point might come back to bite them. And if they don't win early, people are going to bring that up every time they get a chance is that that's what he did. And um, he's going against all the rules of team building, but 
I think they, I think he's left a lot to be desired by doing that. But like you said, if they don't get the quarterback position down, then no, none of that stuff is going to work out. Final division is the NFC West. Uh, to me, question marks all over. I even have questions about the San Francisco 49ers, who you could, yeah. could argue ha- has the best roster in the league. But it's like, who plays quarterback? We've heard the stuff about Trey Lance, now third team behind Sam Darnold, obviously Brock Purdy. It's just rough out there in San Francisco at the quarterback position, and you look at the rest of the roster, and it's ready to go. And, and so to me, question mark at quarterback, can Kyle Shanahan get the most out of this, his guys? We know he can, but is that good enough? I think that's a question. The other thought is the Rams. I think the Ram stock is so low right now that I would buy it. Mm-hmm. They're not a deep team, but they still have some high-end talent. And yeah. I know they lost Jalen Ramsey. I need to know if Matt Stafford's healthy. Because if Matt Stafford's healthy, the Rams are going to be much more of a problem than people realize today. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. Just think about it. Uh, you know, I, I ain't yeah. gonna, I, I'm going to just bring this up one more time. Uh, Cooper Cup basically getting hurt cost me the fantasy football championship. I'm me too. Right now. Multiple yeah, so, leagues. Broke my uh, heart. But um, they're going to be an interesting team to watch because it was cool when they were chasing everything. Remember, the coach was talking about maybe even giving it up. You know, like, you know, going out on top, you know what I'm saying? And riding out Mm -hmm. to the sunset. But I think this division has the biggest variance from best team to worst team of any team, any any division. I think Arizona is awful. I think they're terrible. But I think the best team in the division is 49ers. I think they're top five. And uh, Arizona might be the worst team in the league this year. And uh, they've given up a lot over the last few years. They've changed their – their their management, their coaching, and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm still not sold on Kyler Murray as a as, as a as a player. The way people feel about Lamar Jackson, I don't feel that way about Lamar Jackson. But I do feel that way about Kyler Murray. I I, I just don't know if winner uh, is what I see when I watch him play. So uh, yeah, that's why I think other than San Francisco, even with San Francisco, I think this and the AFC and the NFC South are the two divisions that I, I just have the least amount of interest in. And Geno Smith would be the the last thing for me, for real or not? Was it was that a career career outlier or can he? Well, fine, because now he has even more weapons. Yep, we've seen that before. We saw Rich Gannon do it. We saw Chris Chandler do it. Jim Plunkett, and and I know I'm dating myself when I say that, but a lot of guys just for some reason didn't get it, and then the light switch came on, and boom, there there it is. And I think Geno is that way. And if that happens, they could, eat, uh, to me, win the division. They could beat San Francisco out because I, mm-hmm. I think their roster is even better this year than it was last year. Hope you enjoyed it. Thoughts on every single division, every single team. Hopefully you had a great holiday. Happy birthday to Tony Wiggins. Like I said, 42. Yeah, man. And uh, until next time, Tom. Well, I don't care who tell it. We're inching closer toward training camp. Thank you so much for listening. For Tony Wiggins, I'm James Rapine. Appreciate you watching Locked On NFL.